one day we'll have intro music, but like, not today. Hi, I'm Eleanor. I'm Kalina. And welcome to Don't Quote Us On That. Where we kind of talk about movies. Yes, and this one we are... Kind of talking really, about a movie. <laughs> we're getting real close to talking about a movie. I think this is the closest we've ever lived up to our slogan. We are kind of talking... Th That's true. The we're talking... Song. I mean, he's been in more than one movie, so... Yes, and these songs were used in a movie. Exactly. And the people... Um, Okay, I know that's all I got. It counts. If we're counting it, it's fine. Uh, we make the today, rules, so. Yeah, we do make the rules. We should probably change our slogan because we <laughs> made that too. But we will not. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about uh, Tickets to My Downfall, which is the fifth studio album by Machine Gun Kelly, She's a.k.a. Yeah, I do. I uh, have the Wikipedia page up. Thank you. <laughs> um, the fifth studio album by Machine Gun Kelly. The first of, like, truly pop punk album by Machine Gun Kelly. Which is why it is the only one of his that I have listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, even if it's something I picked, I think sometimes you might sound like you know more about it. Because you, like, look at the Wikipedia page. I'm... I think I'm the definition of I'm just vibing, okay? I'm vibing, I don't really care what the background is. I'm just listening to it. But um, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. I really wanted to do this episode when it first came out, but we weren't doing episodes yet. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. um, I, we, I do think our episodes sound like we planned them the five minutes that it took us to turn the camera on, which is not entirely incorrect. But um, yeah, I wanted to do this episode. So like, I'm still excited about it, but I think I've lost some of the... Oh, I haven't. I went a while not listening to this album because it's all I listened to for a while. And a couple weeks yeah. ago, I was like, I'll give it another try. So I'm into it. I didn't realize it. It came out about six months ago in September 2020. I thought it came out earlier sorry. than that. No, sorry, that what? seemed about right. I was saying it's it's one of those albums that is, I think, as I did the same. I had listened to it probably religiously for like a month. It was the only, like for one week, there was one song in here that was the only thing I listened to. But um, after taking a break, I think it still it still hit the same when I listened to it after taking a break from listening to it. It's good. It's good. Also, the um, the movie connection is that he released a movie based off this album called Downfalls High. Mm -hmm. And apparently this was filmed in four days because mm -hmm. of the COVID. I haven't seen it. Does it seem like it was filmed in four days? Is that mean to ask? Don't answer that if that's mean to ask. I don't think it's... I. Yes, like, it's... It's really... My, the best way I to describe it is I think it would have been really... I think, well, I think it's good. And I think it would have been better. But, like, they had pieces that, like, didn't fit together. Like, like the easiest way I can explain it is they'd filmed some stuff on, like, a proper camera. And then they'd mm -hmm. cut in these random shots that were filmed because I saw this, this guy tweet about it filmed on a uh like a vhs like, like a little video recorder that mod son bought for like ten dollars at a yard sale so like and they just cut those in randomly and i think that would have been good if they did it like for flashback pieces only or like just for when they were singing because they weren't it wasn't like singing the whole time if they had like yeah. a clear theme but like yeah they just went from like proper camera this little video recorder 
And like, oh, you know what else bothered me? The um, frame kept changing. So like on the proper camera, it would fill the whole screen. And then you'd switch to the, the other one, and then it would be like just a box in the middle of this black screen. And then you gotta pick one. But that was just me being nitpicky. I think, I think the story was interesting. I think if they had more than four days, it could have been better fleshed out. Um, apparently one magazine, I guess, is it a magazine? Um, a Canadian music and entertainment publisher um, rated it a 4 out of 10 stars and described it as a 50 minute cringe fest that rings hollow which I think it should be our new slogan <laughs> yeah I um what else? I think also the trailer I think painted one picture but at the same time it hit all the points in the trailer like it had this like 50 started nostalgia it had like you know bad guy good girl like it hit all the points but just not in the way i think you expected it to mm -hmm. but um, it wasn't i think bad. i'm a sucker for when uh musicians will do like um kind of like fallout boy did with um save rock and roll like the young blood chronicles where all the music videos kind of tell a story yeah. I think I, I really like when that happens. I don't know how I feel about a movie based on the album. Like was was the album like playing throughout it all or Yeah, what? so like it had a story and then it would like lead into a song and then Machine Gun Kelly would be there performing the song, right? Just random change in location. I do think okay. if you look at it from the point of view where it's like oh sorry, my lighting just changed. But if you look at it from the point of view where it's a bunch of music videos that kind of go together, I think mm -hmm. it makes a little bit more sense in that the pieces in between maybe didn't do the best job of connecting them, but like it's not, it could be worse also, you know what I mean? So that's how okay. I watched it. Well, after a few minutes, I was like, okay, let's look at it like it's a bunch of mini music videos and they're kind of just giving you these little filler pieces to get from point A to point B or song one to song two, you know? I think it's a good idea. And I, I, I was, I am kind of excited to watch it. I don't know when I'll get the courage to actually do that. But I, I don't know. I, I do have to commend the, the creativity at, at the very least without seeing it. Yeah. And then the only point I want to talk about that bothered me off the bat, and you'll see this in like the first five seconds, is, uh, and this is a spoiler, I guess, if you haven't seen Downfalls High, tune out for five seconds. He, like, chops his ear off, and the first thing I was, I was thinking, I was like, didn't Van Gogh do that? And that's exactly what Van Gogh did. So yes, it, it is. Could have been more original, but, like... Could have been, but, like, why mess with a good thing? It's already been established as something that artists do. Um, also... I can't argue with those facts, I guess, so... Like, I wouldn't cut my ear off, but I definitely get the, get the motivation. I get the appeal. I get the feeling that drove him to do that. Yeah. I'm with him. Um, anyway. Um, we're talking about the deluxe edition because Clean and I, uh, not to brag or anything, both pay for streaming services so we can get the deluxe edition. Um, it and is 21 better. songs, which is a lot of songs. Yeah, I think if we had, like, planned this for each of us to listen to, 21 songs would have turned me off. Yeah. The first song is Tickets... It's called Title Track, which 
Could have tried harder with that one. But it's a good song. Um, I do really, I, I love pop punk. So I do really like this departure for him. And I think it's really cool that he actually worked with, um, Lena, what's his name? Travis Barker. So it's got, you know, the authentic Blink-182 pop punk feel. Sorry, based on what I've heard him say the album's about, I think this sets the tone for it. He he said, the reason he called it Tickets to My Downfall is he said like he felt like even when he was like at the highest career-wise, I'm oh, sorry, no, sorry. He was saying how all these people were around him when he felt like he was doing terribly and he wasn't feeling good with himself versus, you know, when he's doing well, most of the people disappear. And that's what the opening song says. He says, I sold tickets to come see my downfall. It sold out in minutes. I saw friends in the front row. And then I really like the line, he says, because um, the ones who gas you up only come around when the flame's on. So he's kind of talking about how he's like, he was spiraling and then all these people were like, yeah, this is so great. We love Machine Gun Kelly. But really, they just like to see Machine Gun Kelly like, set himself on fire. Is what, I, think that's what that, I think that's what that we were saying. What is it? Uh, clout chasers, if you will. Clout chasers, yes. And he wraps up, I think, um, I don't know if it was the album before this. I think Hotel Diablo was the album before this, but he yeah. rapped a lot about that a lot as well, where he was, he was saying how he had like friends who were mad because they, he thought, they thought he'd bring them to the Grammys with him. And he was like, I would, or you weren't doing the work. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's gotta be like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a lot of people say they want to be famous. And I think in a, in a lot of respects, being famous would alleviate, like being rich and famous would alleviate a bunch of problems in mm -hmm. my life, i.e. I can pay for college. Um, but I don't know. And not to be like, we should feel bad for rich people. But like, I, I feel like it does have to be really alienating. I, I've i never wanted to be famous. I never got the appeal. Like I thought it seemed nice to be comfortable and like rich and famous, I think is the important distinction versus like just rich. Because if you're yeah. rich, I think that would that would solve most issues you have. But I think rich and famous. If you're famous, it gives you a cushion to to do to do like what you want more so than I think. If you're just traditionally rich, you made your money. You got to work for it. You know, you do still have mm -hmm. you're still confined to these things to an extent. Obviously, we're not talking about like yeah. billionaires here. But and like not you know and not to be oh yeah sad for rich for like you know famous people. But I agree, it's very alienating, especially the earlier on you're in it. If you grow up in it. But I think yeah. you can't, because you're famous, you can't interact with people, like, quote-unquote, normal people, because they'd harass you. So you have to be in this bubble. You have no choice. And yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's 100% your fault if you're a little out of touch because of that. I think it's a little bit different, like, I don't know, if you started, like, who is it? I think Drew Barrymore, I think she, like, her parents were famous, and so she grew up in it. Mm -hmm. I think that's just a little bit different, because that's kind of all you know, but like getting famous once you've already kind of lived a normal life it's like you know yeah. people who stick around anyway title track good song title track good first part I think second it's a part solid starting together. uh second song is called kiss kiss um i do appreciate the dedication to lowercase titles because that's how i type I do, um, I don't think I've ever been in a club on purpose. 
But I feel like this is what I would listen to if I had to hype myself up to go into one. No, that goes back to what I was saying, is I keep talking about, this would be a great club song. I have <laughs> no idea. If I were making a club, this is what I would play. And I, I don't know if it's just because he had Travis Barker writing with him, but I do think he did a very good job. Like, he really hit the points and the themes necessary to make a, like, a 2000s pop punk album. Next is Drunk Face. I think he did um, a video for this, and he included. He a did clip do a video. There's this clip of Machine Gun Kelly um, walking off the top of a car, but then his foot gets stuck in the hood, and he falls flat on his face onto the ground. And I hate that video. And I'm pretty sure he put it in this, the video for this. I think the whole video for this song was filmed the night it came out. I think there's a theme called "Let's see how little time we can film something in." That's, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. They went from four days to like, what, one? <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm sure it was a good night. But um, the, next, the next song is Bloody Valentine. Okay, um, um, I don't have any, I don't have anything bad to say about the song. I don't have anything good just because I'm sick of having it. Um, yeah, this, on the deluxe version, I think there are three. So there's this version, there's an acoustic version, and then there's the actual music video on the deluxe album. So it comes up like three different times and I'm... I'm a little bit sick of it, but it is a good song. I think it's good, like, exactly what we said. It, like, if I have this on shuffle in the car, all three versions come on back to back. Like, that's three of my skips gone, okay? Like, I, I and it's a, it's a good song. I like the theme. I do think, I think this was, like, the first single he put out for this album. So I think this set the theme for the album without, I think, like, if he, let's say, put out title track, which also set the theme for the album, I think if he put that out, that would have been a little bit too niche almost. To, to draw people. The single. I, I got you. I yeah. Got you. So right. I think I think putting this out made a lot of sense for him trying to draw an audience or convince people to listen to the album. Also, he put he made a big hype about who was in the video because he didn't say until it was released. So I think having Megan Fox was a good call. I haven't gotten past Megan Fox to like be able to scroll down to look for the lyrics. Um, also, I thought MGK was really hot, and then Kalina. Um, told me that he had suspenders tattooed on him. He does have suspenders Which tattooed. ruined it for about a day. Yeah. But now, I'm, got, uh, now um, I'm back on it. I'm pretty sure he got hit by a bus one time, so he's got the bus tattooed on him. Does that help? He has so tickets to my song. downfall tattooed here, and then I'm pretty sure... Oh, I think he's got a brick wall on, <laughs> on his abs. <laughs> and then, like, the anarchy symbol over it. And he's got Hotel Diablo, Diablo tattooed on the back of his head. Because I remember when he did Look, that and I was like, that's a good idea. If I had money, that's stupid. Yeah. Okay. And the next song is the first feature of the album. Um, it is Forget Me Too featuring Halsey. I knew this song was going to be good off the bat. But it was better than expected. I don't like this song. Really? I thought it was going to be, like, good but cheesy, if that makes sense. Mm hmm I don't know, I just, I don't, I don't like Halsey's singing voice that much. That I don't know why. I can't explain why. I just, it doesn't vibe with me very much. And I'm going to say this because I realize I think this about most of his songs. I think he does imagery really well. Like, all of his songs, I, I like, there's always a part in there that I'm like, no, that really, even if it's not something I could relate to, I think he does a really good job of bringing it to life. I have cake now, also. That's that's a sizing for cocaine. Anyway, the that? next song! <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, I 
it is um, another feature. It's All I Know featuring Trippy Red. This is gonna sound bad, but I think he has Eon Dior on another song, and like, I don't know what those two dudes look like, so I get to the mix up all them. I think Trippy Red did a song with, um... Yeah, he did a song with Julia Michaels. Yep, that's not gonna help me. Oh, well, I like it a lot. And I like this song a lot. Um, the next song is Lonely. This song, I have never been able to watch, listen the whole way through because um, I start crying, which is I not good when I only listen to this while I'm driving. If you skip the middle bits, it's good. Like I like, I got in trouble the first time my dad saw me dance with the devil and it goes on and then you just skip the middle bit. And then you go to I Got In Trouble the first time the cop saw me dance with the devil. It's great. Great song. Yes. Um, yeah, no, this song is about um, his dad dying. And it ends with, um, it ends with, I think, a voicemail about his dad talking about yeah, uh, Machine Gun Kelly's birth. Yeah, his, like, apparently when he was born, his umbilical cord was stuck around his neck. So they were worried about him dying when he came out which is great but i really like when he talks about his aunt and he says how um how how she misses his aunt because she didn't care he says it a bit more explicitly than that but so moving on moving on all right um next song good World song War three does not match the bible shortest movie. song on the album I think you need it after Lonely, though, to, to give you a so quick you little... Pick me up. All right, moving on. Yeah, I, I this is one of my favorite songs. I think part of it, because it's so short, it doesn't have time... Because he does this a lot, and it's not a bad thing, but the songs kind of switch halfway through, or, like, part, you know, the chorus and the... What's the other thing called? Don't Line Up, which I usually like, but... Uh, which I... Oh, sorry, I do like, but this song's short, so it's one just very consistent vibe. Uh, the next song is not a song, it's an interlude. I don't really know what an interlude is, um, but it's Kevin and Barracuda. And this is just what Clean and I sound like. I'm not saying don't watch the rest of this, but if you go and just listen to the, what, the whole one and a half minutes of Kevin and Barracuda, you would have gotten the gist of it. Yeah, like I'll never, we'll never need to make an intro for this, like a trailer for this this podcast because i'll just like find random clips like this and say that's that's what we sound like and you'll get it yeah they talk about what their alien names would be and some alien noises and like barracuda is a sick alien name i would oh, it I is i'm pretty sure like kalina and i's uh names on our facebook chat are still kevin and barracuda yeah i got to be barracuda though yes she did well i just feel like you know of the two you'd be machine gun kelly and i'd be the one making jokes about my mental illness on snl so, so. <laughs> <laughs> um the next song is um the second Hunter album Williams. the second um the second single from this song from jesus christ it's the second single from this album it's called concert for aliens it's another it's up there with buddy valentine for me i like it did hear it a bit too much but I like, I heard you never graduated from high school. Oh, and I really like, um, I dyed my hair and pierced my nostril, because I have done both of those things. 
No, it's uh, again. I think if it hadn't been played so much, but again, I think he was smart in picking Bloody Valentine. Yes, yeah. and then this next song we're going to talk about as his singles because they they work. Yeah, they showcase the album, but they're still like radio enough to yeah, draw not too much people in. in. Punk pocket. Um. So yeah, the next song is another feature. This one's featuring Black Bear which means I love it because there's something about white rappers that I just love. Me too, Unfortunately. reasons. <laughs> um, the first time I heard this song, I was like, this is the most confusing song I've ever heard. Um, so I can't listen to the lyrics because it still really confuses me. And I'm also a little bit sick of this song just because it comes up a lot. But yeah. it is a good song. I like Black Bear. I like MGK. They're standing on cards on the music video, which gets me. My man does have a tow truck that says tickets to my downfall towing company, and I kind of want that decal. Um, I kind of, I mostly listen just to Black Bear's part now. Also, because of Black Bear, and also, I don't know if you've guys seen that Snapchat filter, but it's my favorite Snapchat filter, where you have face tattoos. So, because of those two things, and now the blonde hair, I kind of want a face tattoo. Do it. Not a big one. I don't want like, I also like, like, I want like a little star, like a little something, you know? I just think it looks sick. Yeah, I'm trying. I see, the problem is I live with my mother and I don't think she'd let me back in the house. What I was going to say was this song is confusing. I agree. And I saw some comments that he responded to because the song is my ex's best friend. And then in the song, he says, my boy's new girl is your best yeah. friend. So basically, and he responded to it in a tweet is why I got it, right? He dated this girl and then she broke up. They broke up. And then now the girl is dating his friend. And then the ex-girlfriend's friend is now hooking up with Machine Gun Kelly. So it's basically like a swear they, they got going on. Like two overlapping triangles. I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> That's not what a square is. Yes, but like, I don't, like the triangles didn't get put together. See, there's a triangle here and then a triangle here. And then the, the key point is Machine Gun Kelly in the middle. Okay. Maybe you a know, diagram. You lost me, but you had me at Machine Gun Kelly in the middle. <laughs> okay <laughs> that's what matters i like this song it's good it's fun i love it when people stand on cars is that a thing you see often enough to know you love it no but i think that's why i i, I like it because it's you know sneaks up on you like i was watching this uh music video for a tove Lo song and she was just standing on a train and i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen thank you we have media degrees, which I think will astound you at least once an episode. What's a sentence with me? Yeah. <laughs> I met Eleanor and I was like, are you really sure you want to do media? Um, I have dyed hair. I have to. I have to. Because yeah. I'm not someone who's seen all the classics, but geez, you thought I was bad. I had to watch Citizen Kane for a class and it took me about four hours to get through because I kept having to stop it and lament yeah i i have a lot of like thoughts about movies like that because like i it's pretentious when people are like oh this is the this is the height of cinema because like one not everyone likes the same stuff and like i get also if you notice the height of cin cinema and like things that are hailed like that all happened when cinema this goes back to my other th th thought it all goes back to like it was cinema just first like it was new it was a new medium you were trying to test the limits and that's how i feel about cgi now as i feel like when it first started People were trying to test the limits and they did good things with it. Now they're like, yeah, we could just slap that on there. It doesn't really care. Mm -hmm. Don't really care how it looks. Anyway, let's not get into that tangent. I have a lot of thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, also, like, 
did a straight white man really create the pinnacle of cinema? No. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Legal. Jawbreaker. Next song. Jawbreaker. I like Jawbreakers. Um, I didn't realize what this song was about until Clean and I were sitting in the car with my grandma and I was listening to it and I was like, oh! Yeah. That's what this song is about. I think you turned around and told me and I was like, yeah, we, you just you don't say it out loud and it was fine. That was important. I know, but I was... Some help. It was my first time. Also, like, out. if I caught on before you did, that's bad. I just like that. I just like how it sounds. I didn't realize. I should have realized. <laughs> the opening, well, yeah, the opening line is Jawbreaker. She tastes like candy, Star Chaser. And like, it doesn't get worse from there, but I get better either. I was a I was a Warheads girl, so one year for my birthday, I got a three-pound bag of Warheads, and it lasted me about a year, mostly because I lost the bag, and then I kept finding them in random places. <laughs> I was like, hey, in this pocket, there's a blue flavor one. So if you want to send me a gift, I will accept Warheads as payment. Okay. When we get a P.O. box. <laughs> Next song! Next song! Back with is, the collab. Um, is what my grandfather thought of me when I was a baby. And it's called Nothing Inside. Because <laughs> you've seen my face. Um, Eleanor has definitely seen my face. I have a tendency to like, just like, look like that, right? Just um, kind of like I'm dead, but also like I don't actively don't care. And I used to look, I looked like that since I was a baby. So my grandfather used to ask what was wrong with me because I would just... I would just look at people. Like, you know how babies, like, smile at Pete? No, I just, I just stay there and I was like. <laughs> I have looked dead into your eyes and saw, see, seen nothing inside. Or my mom's been asking me a lot recently. Um, about, she's like, Kalina, what do you think about? <laughs> like, she, like, cause sometimes someone's like, oh, what'd you think about this? I'm like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. And she's like, no, genuinely, what do you think about it? I was like, there's, there's nothing happening up here. There's no, like, deeper, <laughs> there's nothing happening upstairs. Not in a, I'm a dumb way. It. Yeah, just not like I'm in a um, dumb way. It's more like I just I'm checking out mentally to take a little break. Um, anyway, it's a good song. I think I really like. I forgot to say this. I really like because he's got a lot of features on this album, and they are rappers. Like he, I think he did a song with Trippy Red before. I'm pretty sure Candy's with Trippy Red, mm -hmm. um, off of Hotel Diablo, and. I think he did a song with um, this Mr. Dior here, whose first name I'm, I'm not going to bother with. Um, Is it not I just think he Ian? Did a song... I don't know. The second end's throwing me off, and I've heard it pronounced. I don't think it's just Ian. I could be wrong. But I, he did a song for his album, I'm pretty sure, like a, a rap song. So I like that he brought people in from the genre mm -hmm. that he was leaving and still made it work. Like, it doesn't feel like a rap song at all. But also, I think that speaks to just musicians nowadays and like creative people nowadays there's not really a, there's not really a genre anymore i feel like i'm sorry um this ian dior kid um one day older than me <laughs> oh my god guys i hate listen don't take offense that i hate a march person i've learned in like every every year march comes around and i find more people born in march and i can't escape you all okay eleanor born in march my friend um Born the day before my mother. In March. My mother. March. I just found out my thesis supervisor was born in March. 
And I'm just stuck with him forever, right? That's just, that was a sign that he was meant to be my thesis supervisor. Two people I went to high school with, born in March. I just can't get, I can't get rid of you all. And uh, you all are lovely, but like, give the other months a chance. That's all I'm saying. Uh, real quick, sorry. Um, this, okay, he's from Puerto Rico, so it would make sense that it's not just straight Ian if it's, anyway. Um, he did a song. I think it's Ian. Ian? Yeah, I think so. Mr. Dior. Mr. Dior. Um, <laughs> also, he did a song with um, Machine Gun Kelly before this. Where was it? I swear to God, I just saw it. It's called yeah, Sick that's and what Tired. I'm saying. I think it was for his album. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, is that they've done a song before. So, like, I, you know the two of them can do a rap song mm-hmm. together. So I like that, you know, they were like, yeah, no, I'm game. Let's make a pop punk song. Yeah, I, I do like that. I didn't realize that most of them were, like, traditionally rappers, just because I don't yeah. listen to and other I people. Wouldn't... And I, the only reason I know is because he did the songs with the two of them. But also, I wouldn't even say those songs are the least pop punky on the album. Yeah, you know, like I'd say I'd say his singles were probably the least pop punky songs, and he th- those are like with Travis Barker and himself. So, next song I couldn't listen to this next. Well, it's an interlude. I couldn't listen to this when it first came out for like too long. Like after the first three listens, I had to take a emotional break. Yeah, this um, this song makes me kind of sad it's banyan tree and like i see no matter which way i say this this is gonna sound bad but like i don't i don't care about machine gun kelly and megan fox i don't like you're not actively invested in their relationship because that's yeah like like i thought it was cute when it first happened now i'm like that's nice they're having fun right whatever like i'm not trying to be all up in famous people's lives but um this it just the idea is cute like it is I don't think it's as cute as people make it out to be because he talks about how, like, she in, in the song, in the interlude, she says, do you remember what you do with me? And he was like, yeah, of course. And she's like, well, I'm not sure because you drink a lot. And, like, I, everyone's like, oh, and I'm like, no, I think we should, I think we should revisit that sentence just a little bit. But, like, also, she loves a boy so much she wants him to steal. Actually, don't steal my breath. I take that back. Um, <laughs> he also says, I burn other memories just to make room for those ones. And I... Maybe I just have a bad memory, but, (laughs) um, also I will never get somebody's name tattooed on me. I think that is a very stupid idea. I think that is never a good idea. I know typically the rule is either they birthed you or you birthed them. My mom has my name tattooed on her. I think that's dumb. I don't like it. If somebody came up to me and said, I'm so in love with you. I want to get your name tattooed on me. I'd let them. I, yeah, I, I'm the same. I don't think you should get anyone's tat- name tattooed on you. Um, I, 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 I'm fine with, like, my mom's got my initials and my brother's initials. So, like, I think that's okay, having your kids' names. But, like, that's it. Maybe, maybe your parents' names. But, like, maybe. Like, um, I'd get a cheesy, yeah, like, like, mom tattoo, but I wouldn't get, you know, her name tattooed on me. But, like, yeah. I do, or, like... Like, if people get, like, tattoos on their ring fingers instead of wearing a wedding ring. I do want to feel that level of trust and commitment with somebody that my, I would do that. Um, my tech teacher did that because well, cause he had to take his ring off a lot for work. That Like, the work we were doing, we were, like, you know, pulling cables and whatnot. So he has a wedding band tattooed on. So he, when he's at work, he can still have it. Which is, yeah, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen him do. Anyway, the song's cute. I do think yeah. some, some, um some some reflection perhaps should someone should just call give machine gun kelly a call yeah make sure he's g 
but um hearing him yell she loves a boy so much while you know they riff a guitar in the background great yeah i i great. do like the little the banyan tree and then the kevin and barracuda i do like the little personal touches that kind of give you a better insight onto what was going on while he was making the yeah. songs and but like also no offense they're so cheesy there's yeah I, I, I agree. It's it's weird to be invested in the relationships of celebrities or, like, the personal lives. But this one he put out, so it's fine. Yeah, because what the, she's like, I don't want to die without feeling like I lived. And he, she was like, same. And I'm like, shut up. Like, if I saw them in person and they were normal people, I'd be going. <laughs> yeah, if somebody just kind of said that to me, I'd be like, okay, pack it but up, like, buddy. like, back to the whole, yeah, back to the whole so you know it's a different environment and bubble you're in i i do think it's a little bit you know it's gonna be a little bit different and also like if you look like not to go back to if you look like megan fox you can do whatever you want <laughs> but like and like you know they're both they both got kids and i think they're at like points in our lives that we're probably not gonna understand if ever you know for like, like not for a while at least so yeah next song next song another one i can't listen to because I get really sad about... Anyway, he wrote this song for his daughter. <laughs> it's called Play it's This, called when, I'm play this when I'm Gone. As we, yeah, that was a good little segue. He's got... I'm so sorry, um, everyone watching this to the camera angle and the fact that I keep moving, but, like, we're working on a budget, all right? <laughs> we're working on zero so budget. <laughs> so my phone stand is called my laptop, but I gotta use it. Um, yeah, uh, I have... Yeah, it's, it's cute. This song's... What do you got? Oh, I have an Ikea box and my laptop and then my phone's on my laptop. It's not even my laptop. Oh, yeah. I'm at, I'm at my school desk, so my... And so, since I'm in Zoom meetings, I, like, try to keep my chin up. So, it's um about five issues of InStyle magazine that I found around the house and my mother's anatomy and physiology textbook from five years ago. <laughs> and then also my um, TEFL certificate so I can keep it flat. But, yeah, Play This When I'm Gone, he wrote it for his daughter... Um, again, another song where I'm like, did someone call Machine Gun Kelly and make sure he's okay? Yeah. And I think he talked about in this another song. Apparently he tried to, to, um, no longer be on this earth. And then uh, he put his daughter to bed and then he went to the kitchen and was like, well, this is not for me anymore. And then I just think someone should give him a call. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this is a good, I, I really, I can't listen to I have to pause it. I, I can't listen to this song more than once. But um, this is up there with a couple of uh, Lumineer songs that when you do want to, woo, you know, you just lay in bed and listen to these instead. And then you're so paralyzed with sadness that you can't get up. Also, one thing I just noticed he did on a more like uh, creative note is he... In this album, I, don't, I can't think if he's done in other albums, but in this album, he, like, flips the lines, or, like, he'll, he'll, like, repeat the line almost. So, like, an example, in this song, he says, I'm 29 and my anxiety's eating me alive. And then in the next verse, he goes, I'm 29 and society's eating mm -hmm. me alive. And in a couple other songs, he kind of, like, takes the elements and and reuses them. Yeah, them. I, I, I do I, like I, that. I like society's eating me alive. Or, like, yeah. how right after that, it's, um, I'm fighting with myself and my sobriety every night. And then the last time, it's, I'm fighting what comes with this notoriety every night. So I know yeah. that is just he likes, rhyming, but it's more than he that. He takes it and, um, yeah, but it's right. One, it's rhyming on a deeper level because he's not just rhyming, like, the N word. He's right, you know, he's got fighting and stuff. But also, I think he used, he, 
takes the same idea or like the same feeling and applies it to the different themes he's got going it's on. It's got in layers. So he talks about fame, like an he talks onion. About drugs, like Shrek. Is that not where you're going? Um, okay. Not exactly. I was thinking more Carol Ann Duffy, who is a Scottish lesbian. But I think um, we hit both of our points there. <laughs> I think that's all you need to know about and us. At, and at the end of the song, he says, I'll miss you and I'll miss you. And then I usually turn off about that point. Yeah, it's like a full minute of him just saying, I'll miss you, which. Anyway, now we're on to the deluxe part of the yes, album. Yes, we are. Which, in my opinion, best part of the album. Um, yeah, the first deluxe track is a cover of Paramore's Misery Business, and... Is it? I have it in a different order here, so I can never remember which order is correct. Oh, I, I, mine's just a, a YouTube playlist, so it, it could be the wrong order, but... Okay. Um, I really like when he was doing these lockdown sessions. I, like... I liked Machine Gun Kelly before that, but I think that was, like, the first time he was putting stuff out, and I was, like, looking forward to what he came up with. I really like covers of things, and when people give it their own spin, like, I really like that. So, that's, he was taking, like, different instrumentals. Yeah. And also, like, Paramore. What do you have next? Oh, uh, next on my list is Body Bag. Okay. Featuring... I really... You featuring Youngblood and Burt McCracken. Um, love this song. One thing I will say though, he has this song, right? Mm -hmm. And then he has, pretend I'm in the camera frame, he has um, Acting Like That, which I think Youngblood put out on his album. Mm -hmm. And I would have, I think they like probably sat down and wrote a bunch of songs together in like the same time frame, obviously. But I would have switched this. This sounds like a Youngblood song to me. And also like he starts the song off, so like it would make sense that he would start off his own song. Whereas Acting Like That sounds, is more Machine Gun Kelly. And Machine Gun Kelly starts off that song, like, so I think, I think it makes more sense to be flipped, but I also think they just wrote a bunch of songs and then went rock, paper, scissors for them. The next song is called Hangover Cure. Not, um, <laughs> something that I can relate to, but Eleanor, do you have any thoughts on, uh... <laughs> well, do you? I'm just asking. I'm asking the room. Uh, the only cure for a hangover is to puke and then take a five-hour nap. Eleanor, that's your cure for everything. Well, the five-hour nap part. So it works. I mean, I Eleanor, Eleanor and I will have plans to, like, do something. She says, okay, I'll, great. And then she just drops off the face of the earth till the time that we're supposed to do the thing. Which, like, I can't fault her for because she shows up on time, but still. Um, this song, I love this song. I really like when it says, I text you, but it's better to call because tomorrow there's less that I have to delete. Um, not because I'm, yeah. I really like texting people when I'm drunk, um, because I, I do, um, it, the, uh, insert story about somebody that I'm not going to talk about on the internet here, and yeah. The next song, which was in this song's place on my list, is Can't Look Back. Um, this is my favorite song on the album. Really? And I can either get really sad about it or really hype. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. This is my favorite song on the album. Can't Look Back is genius. It's another one of those songs I'll put on, like, my training playlist. I'll put on my fun playlist. I'll put on my, like, sad playlist. I really like the way this song sounds. This is, yeah, this is, this is one of my top ones. Like, just, like, music-wise, like, musically, it was one of my favorite. And then... Musically, it was my favorite, and then I listened to the lyrics, and 
not to get too deep or sad on camera but I, I genuinely think this is this is like one of the best ways someone could put into words how I feel sometimes especially he starts out saying I thought about giving up everything I own and then moving out and like I don't feel like a prisoner in this home but some sometimes you get a little crazy and you just want to get up and just leave you just want to leave and then he also talks about some days I'm a kamikaze and sometimes I've never done this but I think and this is an idea I think is probably general but sometimes it might be easier to just let everything implode and like leave nothing behind than like make effort to keep it up which sounds sad and like I'm okay um yeah now that I'm listening to this I'm song bad. it's a good <laughs> it's a good favorite like, I've, I'm reading the lyrics on, like, every, like, um, I'm bad and they say that the good die last. And he talks about losing friends and getting more tattoos, which I'm surprised he has space on his body still for tattoos. Yeah. On a lighter note. He's running out. Next song. Um, the next song for me is an acoustic version of Bloody Valentine. We've talked about that. It's just the same thing, but acoustic. It sounds the same. <laughs> I think it's better than the original, but, like, the lyrics are the same, so... Yeah. Um, the final song, Are We Ready? I don't know, are we? Better, we better be, because it's Split a Pill. Uh, this is, I think, my favorite. Yeah, at the end, I think we should rank our top three. I wasn't told about this. Um, I just made it up. I, when Eleanor told me this was her favorite song, I 110% thought it was because he says she's a punk female dog. She cool, yeah. I'm not cursing because my mother watches She's this. a punk buddy. She's cool. <laughs> and, like, I said to Eleanor, I was like, that's what you want to be, right? And Eleanor was like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, part of it was one of the lines is tongue kiss with you. And when I first read it, I or first heard it, I thought it said uh, tongue kiss with Juliet. Um, which... I'm not <laughs> saying my same. ears work, but, like, I am a sucker for some <laughs> Romeo and Juliet imagery. Um, um, the first line is, um, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry for screaming F you when it was a quiet in a room you invited me to, which, and like, that is something Kalina yeah. would do. I, I think she would, um, use some classier words, but yeah. Um, also he says, um, I had a flight, but I missed it for you. And again, that's, don't do that. Don't do that. Because usually do when that. you have a flight, it's because you have obligations and you need to be somewhere. <laughs> That's what I thought of. I was like, what about the people who are waiting for you at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, when I was at Kalina's and my flight was the next day, I was like, I, I like it here. I don't, know. I don't believe. Oh, well, I'm glad you got on the plane. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not. We had fun. Kalina's house was just we'll do it again. so humid. But it, it's a, it's it's gonna be a hot summer. I can tell you that much. It's getting a little warm, a little toasty. But that is anyway, tickets to my downfall. Okay, Kalina, top edition, three. You suggested it. You have edition. to go first. Top three. Um, can't look back. I think body bag and then World War Three. Um, I'm not counting the interludes of songs. Okay, I think mine is body bag, hangover cure. Didn't you say split Drunk pill face. Yeah, but then I remember listening to Body Bag, <laughs> and I was like, maybe Body Bag's my favorite. Yeah. Actually, Hangover Cure, Body Bag, Drunk Face. Final answer, I'm not changing it. I'm going to change it. I'm not changing it. <laughs> good. Yeah, look, you just got to stick to it and not think about it again. No, look, this is a good album. After going through it, I think one thing he does well, and he's definitely gotten better with, 
because I've listened to work on his other albums, is the thing about the themes. He's got themes. Yeah, he sticks I didn't to think them, about that. Doesn't make him repetitive. Bringing it up, I I think that it's yeah. He's he's very good. It's not even like a subtle theme. He's just he's not cramming it down your throats, which is the best way to to have a theme. And it's not said and in, in the same words every time. Yeah, that's in retrospect. I think Downfall's High, the movie, makes a lot more sense because it does feel like he's telling you a story. It's a little disjointed, but I think maybe if you rearrange the songs, there would be a clear like you're telling a story. This is part A, part B, part C. Whereas here, he you know he switches it up a little. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. I don't think the story he told in Downfall's High had anything to do with the story he's telling in this <laughs> album, but makes more sense. Also, Machine Gun Kelly, if you're watching this, don't hate us. We think you're a genius. Yeah, we we love you. We like you. your music a lot. Okay, well, I didn't say all that. And like, if you have if you have Youngblood's number, <laughs> I play. Eleanor and I were watching videos when she was at my house, and I she never heard Youngblood talk apparently, and she was like, "Oh wait, wait, never mind." There's a lot. <laughs> Plina sent me this video on Instagram of him getting hit in the face, and I was like, "Okay." Okay, I definitely think we should turn the cameras off now. Yeah. No, I think I've said too much. <laughs> Did you hear it after? Yeah. No, I said it out as I was saying it. I was like, I can't stop in the middle of the sentence, and then I was done. So. <laughs> um. Oh, oh I'll, if I, a little bonus, I think if you guys want to listen to any of his lockdown sessions, he did... Um, he, he he freestyled over... Or, uh, he wrote a verse over In These Walls by that band Paris, which is really good. He also did one over a Sean Mendez song, and I only remember that because he spelled Mendez with like a Z initially in the, <laughs> in the description. And I was like, that dude's one of the biggest names. You tell me you couldn't Google it first. But anyway, yeah, that's he someone did, else's um, job. I would recommend listening to. In they These were off Walls. that day. No, because in the in the in the video it always says edited by Colson. Oh, uh, you can't you can't chat you can't sign your name on it, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I would recommend listening to In These Walls. That was a good one. He also did a cover of Love on the Brain by Rihanna, which I don't remember what I thought, but I, I remember my first thought was how. Yeah. Any thoughts? No, it was a good album. I recommend it. I think it was one of my favorite albums of 2020. For, yeah, I would put this at my top. I think um, I was like in the 0.5% of listeners for Machine Gun Kelly on Spotify, and it was solely because this album It's a good album. I can't blame you. I played it for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's embarrassing. So that's the first time I've shared that little fact. Well, could be worse. Uh, oh, and it debuted at number one. It was his first album. That oh, debuted it did. Good for it. One. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Um, I don't think we have any more thoughts. I don't. Um, we're we're working our way very slowly to talking about a movie. We are. We are. Um. Also, oh, yeah. at some point, Clean and I will go to the Twenty Seven Club, which is his coffee shop in Ohio. He stole my whole branding. I did my own undergrad thesis or undergrad dissertation on the 27 Club, and I'm obsessed with that. So I wanted to brand something the 27 Club, so now I gotta now I gotta come up with a new a new shtick. But you will find it. And until that point, I have been Eleanor. And I may have been Kalina. And this has been. Don't quote us on that. We might be back. We will be back. You can't get rid of me that well, easy. Sticking, well, we were, we were being vague about our names. I thought we were just I was sticking with the theme. Oh, no, I just don't know my name. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we will be back. We will. And I might... And uh, We do have plans. We have yeah. solid plans to talk about a movie. Yes. And in case I don't see you, 
good afternoon, good evening, and good night. One day we'll have outro music, but like, not today.